tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Super creepy music for a super creepy episode. Yes, oh my so goodness. Creepy. Hello, AfterBuzz fans. We're here for MTV's Eye Candy. I'm your host, Courtney Tezano, and I'm joined with my lovely co host. Introduce yourself. My name is Brittany Baldi. You guys can also find me on MTV's The Challenge. Heck yeah, she's wild. <laughs> okay, so this episode is starting off the season. Season one, episode, season one, episode one, mm-hmm. K3U. I still don't know what that title's all about. We don't but know what that means. Yeah, I, I didn't get it, but the episode itself was just, like we said, wild, creepy. Mysterious. Maybe that's what the first title is supposed Maybe. to be. Maybe. A little mis- Okay. Mysterious. Okay, I like that. Like a stalker. <laughs> Ex- Ugh. Okay, so let's go ahead and just introduce our main character, Victoria Justice. I mean, a lot of people tuning in don't really know um, what Eye Candy is all about other than the previews. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's really current. There's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of current things as far as the internet. But who is Victoria Justice outside of this? Victoria Justice, which is pretty amazing, she started acting at the age of 10. She's from Florida. She's both an actress and a singer. She's very well known um, on Nickelodeon cartoons. Ah. She was in like Drake and Josh and a number of other cartoons and TV shows back in the day. And she is also a singer-songwriter. Okay. Um, And she's here now doing this new MTV show called Eye Candy. And I'm looking forward to seeing her act her little heart out. Yeah. Okay. It seems like she's going to be a really dynamic character. Mm-hmm. When you said Nickelodeon uh, and like, that's really friendly. Right. Is this your first time seeing her in like a thriller type of scene? This is actually my first time ever seeing her. I didn't see her in any of the Nickelodeon oh, shows. So okay. for me to hear, like you just mentioned, that she was on a Nickelodeon show and she's doing a TV show like this. It's pretty interesting. So that's like career changing. Yes. Let's hope. Let's hope. Okay. Let's dive right in. So... The first part of this episode is nuts. I mean, I thought it was going to have like a slow pace in the beginning, mm-hmm. but like they dived right into this thing. So we see that, um, that Lindy is Victoria Justice. Her is her, her main character's character. name. Mm-hmm. We see that she's with her sister and, you know, typical sister, um, sister relationship where, you know, if you've lost a parent, the older sibling feels like they have to start parenting mm-hmm. for you or, you know, over the older, the younger sister. So we see that with Lindy in she's the beginning. She's like scene. the mom. Yeah, she's acting like the mom. And so I was like, oh, okay, you know, she's trying to take that role. And then we see in the very beginning that her sister is kidnapped at a drive-thru. Abducted at a drive-thru. Yeah. Like, Late at night, it's raining. They just set the whole tone for an abduction. Yeah, and that's why this show is creepy as hell. Like, right? when does that happen? Mm-hmm. And in the in, in the scene, we see that she can't get out the car. Like, she can't get out on the passenger side. She has to jump out of a window just to try to save her sister. Mm-hmm. And then we see in the episode that they flash forward three years, and her life is, like, completely different. Completely transformed. Yeah. Actually, Victoria Justice, a.k.a. Lindy, yeah. she starts getting into computer hacking. And the reason for that is because her sister was abducted, so she wants to try to search the Internet 
and find her sister's stalker or abductor. Mm-hmm. And and we see she started a group. She started a group. Yeah, and the the name was let me see, I wrote it Clarendo. down. Never forgotten group. Never forgotten. So that's basically a dedication to her sister Sarah. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Okay, so we see the first part. She's trying to help a mother. It looks like was it? I'm trying to figure out. Was that uh? What's her name? Julia Becker's mother? Ju- I think it was Julia Becker's mother. I think mother. it was her mother. Yeah, and so we see in the first scene, like, they're obviously trying to find someone that we don't want to be forgotten the same way Sarah may have been forgotten. Yes. So there has, what they think has been, like, a, an abduction, she's missing, and I don't know how long they said the Julia Becker was missing, do you remember? I don't remember specifics, but it was probably a long time. Really? Yeah. I hope not three years. I think I it was like years. maybe a few months. Yeah. So correct us if you're wrong. Comment in the in below if you know the details. Comment below. Yeah. Let us know. Okay. So we see that Julia Beckard it, has been abducted and this mom has gone to uh, Lindy, Victoria Justice, for help. For help. Because she knows that she's apparently like the best in the game for finding missing people. She can hack right in. Yeah. I mean, first of all, let's let's pause. How are you? How is that a legitimate business? Like you have never forgotten as a group, and are you a known hacker? Like how do you put that online without getting caught by a police officer? Like how does that work? That I don't know how it works without her getting caught. And I think she actually does get caught by Ben, who's actually a character in this TV show. He's an mm-hmm. NYP. NYPD police officer. He actually arrests her. Do you remember the scene where she's getting the ankle bracelet put on? Yeah, she's off of parole after six months. Yeah, because of hacking. So okay. she does actually get caught. So I wonder if she does have a website or something. Yeah, she has a website yeah. because obviously, you know, Julia Becker's mom found her. Found her. Exactly. I think that, you know, she's a smart girl, but that wasn't a smart move. Not to, a smart move. To put that online, like with the, all the access we have, that's like the worst move if you're a hacker. Like you're publicizing that. But anyways, we see that, um, or we hear kind of like the love story of, mm-hmm. Ben and Lindy. So they basically, I guess Ben kind of started the relationship off real shady. He really was lying shady. to her. And then we find out he's a cop. Like, how would you feel if you found out your boyfriend was lying all this time and he's trying to catch you for a crime? I think I would be really upset. You know what? You take me out to dinner, you wine and dine me, and then all of a sudden you just scoot me up and say, hey, I'm arresting you. Yeah. I like, you just changed my whole happy. life and I'm supposed to still love you? Right. What the heck? I thought that was super shady. What would you do if your boyfriend did that to you? Oh, we wouldn't. He wouldn't be my boyfriend. You'd X him out. <laughs> yeah, he'd have to be X out. Like <laughs> you, the beginning of a relationship is all about trust. Trust. Like, you messed that up when you arrest me or like call me in. You could have like pulled me aside. Like, hey, by the way, I love you. On the DL though. Yeah, like, on the download, I love you, but <laughs> you need to stop your dirty ways. Like, right? really? And he didn't even do anything. No, I guess it was. Yeah, he was maybe assigned that. So we'll give him a little. Yeah, we'll give. We'll not be so hard on him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try not to be. Right, we'll try not. But okay, so we get into the um, we get into their love story, and then we get a little deeper into virtual. Um, you want to talk about that? Please. Yeah. Did it not remind you of Tinder for just a moment? Okay, straight up, Flirtual is Tinder to the max. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Like, I feel like all of the shows these days are really getting so modern. Like, they're putting all of the things that we do on internet on screen for us to mm-hmm. see. It's, like, so weird. It's it is really weird. Yeah. I'm used to... I'm not used to that I'm not all. used to seeing it. It's funny because you see, like, Skype, uh, the whole catfishing show, which is also on MTV, where yeah. they talk about internet catfishers so and selfie i was on selfie they did like all the everything on selfie like was so relevant i don't know this the internet age is scaring me oh my god apparently because now we have stalkers right ah. oh, okay 
Okay. <laughs> so back to the flirtual. I found it really interesting that bar scene where she's out with her friends because Sophia says, hey, you know what? We need you to get over Ben. Mm-hmm. So they go out to a bar and she's out there with flirtual and guys are just lining up to talk to her. Okay. One after the other. What did you think about that? I thought that was weird. I mean, if I don't use Tinder, I've heard about it, but I think anybody that is is using that at the actual bar at the bar can see you like everyone's a serial killer in my head like everyone is out to get you if that's the way that you're meeting people i mean i've heard of the love stories on the you know all the some people meet or whatever (laughs) black people meet let me just say that (laughs) plenty of fish Um, right all those you know people have these amazing love stories in the commercials apparently um but i just can't imagine meeting someone at a bar and they just walk up to you like this and they're like hey are you eye candy yeah i could never do that she was literally just standing there one way one right after the other like blind dates yeah i could never do that i mean the okay okay so the traditional blind date was how like how do they do it back then like you were set up by a friend set up by a friend or a co-worker okay and you go on one date not one right after the other at an actual yeah bar. honestly it seems a little sleazy and then mm-hmm. if the guy you were just on a date with is still in the bar and he sees you like why is that how is that acceptable so how we're just, is that even acceptable yeah like you're just passing everybody around how are you ever gonna find love like you're not no i don't think the app was set up to really find love to be honest it's called flirtual <laughs> come on <laughs> It was like a hit it and quit it type of an app. Yeah, especially for the bar scene. So when they're like <laughs> trying to really get into her, what do you do and what are your aspirations? Like, really? Let's just go home. That's pretty much what I was getting from that scene. I feel like that's how Tinder is, too. I know yeah. my guy friends at home, that's all they use Tinder for. So oh, guys, I just threw out your secret. <laughs> Don't hit up my guy friends. Oh, gosh. Don't hit up any guys that use Tinder. Don't. Anyways. <laughs> okay, so we see the flirtual dating app. Mm-hmm. And then we see that is it was it in the very beginning that we see the flirtual app go wrong with peter with peter yes yeah so she had those three dates i don't remember the other two guys names but we made peter a relevant character because he was killed by the stalker exactly and first of all can we talk about this stalker we don't know him we we only hear his voice in the episode so he makes it uber creepy yeah so we first hear his voice when we are uh, looking back on how julia beckard was killed Mm -hmm. and we he's like his voice itself is like creepy i don't ever want to see what he looks like i really hope he's not attractive because that makes it worse i feel like he's like a a creepy christian gray i feel like he's a hot guy Oh, if, he's pulling, just... if he's pulling all these good-looking girls, like, think about it. He went on a date with Victoria Justice. He mm-hmm. went on a date with Julia Becker. He has to be good-looking. Maybe. Good-looking okay, girls. maybe. Because Julia actually saw who he was. Yes. So she she probably has good taste. Okay. And same thing with Victoria. Cause she, or Lindy, went on a date with him also. Yeah. So they have to have good taste, and he has to be good-looking. And he's Wait. looking for perfection. So he has to be a perfectionist, and he has to be good-looking. Okay, I mean... Or maybe not. He might not be good-looking. Sometimes when you're a perfectionist, you're looking for things you don't have. That you don't have, that could be exactly. a good point. So I don't know if he's... I don't know if he's a looker. I don't even know if she's <laughs> went on a date with him. Do you really feel like one of those three guys is the killer? Because it just it's I not adding know. up to me for some reason. It isn't adding up. But does he have her on the app? Because how does he know who she is? I mean, he found all the... Uh, they said that there were like three people missing on the app. Mm-hmm. So he's probably just like scouting with an anonymous... Um, username or something i don't know like he's clearly a hacker just like victoria or lindy clearly because he hacked her computer and was watching her through her own computer yeah 
which She's I was, crazy. Which I will say, She's I crazy. would, I would never leave Ben's side. If you're a, like a police officer and you're willing to protect me, let's just stay home. I'm going to stop hacking. I will change my ways. There's <laughs> no way that I will be caught if someone is like looking at me and I know they're looking at me. That would be creepy. How do you sleep at night? I don't know. I think I would have a pit bull sleeping in my bed with me oh, with a shotgun right beside my bed. Oh my, no. See, and I would be the worst. A shotgun by my bed and then I fall asleep and then he has my shotgun. That's how, that just, <laughs> that's what you'd be thinking about. Yeah, like I just wouldn't be able to sleep. But obviously, Lindy is like, she's on a mission. And I think it's all coming from the death, or not even the death, the kidnapping of her of sister. Her sister. Yeah. I think she's very brave though, because she's, even though her sister got abducted, now her ex boyfriend gets killed, which we're going to get to. But the fact that she is just so courageous and she wants to help other people yeah. and she's putting her own life at risk saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to keep going on these dates and trying to find the stalker myself. Yeah. I she's mean, like a badass. She's super badass. Like she's so fearless. And I think that that energy is coming from her feeling like she hasn't fulfilled her mission for her sister. Exactly. I feel like a lot of people do that because they still have something to, you know, to live for. They haven't accomplished that one goal. They have to fill that void. Yeah. So, I mean, I think anyone else would just stop hacking after six months of parole and... <laughs> A sister being kidnapped, like, let me just hide away. I know I would. I I'm, I don't think I could be that strong knowing someone's following me like that. So kudos to Lindy. Kudos to her. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, tell us what you think on YouTube. Comment below. Subscribe. Give us five stars if you love our first show. Please keep watching because I'm sure this is going to get much better. Mm-hmm. It's already amazing. Like, a super great th- thriller. But tell us what you think. Like, the in the mind of a serial killer, like... Well, does it even make sense to you guys that someone doesn't make do sense? This? Or maybe yeah. a little bit like CSI? Yeah, really. Kind of. I can see bits and pieces. I think more of a modern day one. Modern day CSI. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so we touched a little bit on um, on Peter, which is one of her dates from Flirtual. He mm-hmm. dies, and this is the first time I believe she realizes that you know he's really following her because they the i think what happened is she switched phones switched phones yeah so she switches phones with one of her dates cuz apparently she tricked all of them into she tricked all of them and she hacked into their phones and she ended up giving one of the dates her phone and then that's how all of this crazy more so crazy obsession happened i think he said something like lindy i thought we were exclusive, we were exclusive. yeah like you're real creepy now like you're killing a date that could have just been like that's like the ultimate stage 5 clinger yeah. Like you are the creepiest stage five clinger I've ever seen in my life. But I just don't. Okay, so do you think the reason why he's able to respond while she's right there is because he can see her at all times? Like, where are the cameras? They're not all in the phones. That's what I'm trying to figure out. How is he seeing her? Where is he at? Is he yeah. up in, like, a creepy room with, like, a scope or binoculars? How I don't, is he watching her? I don't think, because you're in so many different locations at one time, he's not moving from location to location. There's something on her, I think, that's like tracking her. And th- in this instance, she didn't even have her phone. Mm-hmm. So he can't be tracking her from solely her phone. So that's my question. Like, where where, where are he? all the, yeah, where are all the other resources so to where he can see her? That's that a good question. Me. That scares me. That is really scary. Yeah, because I mean, the phone makes sense. Someone hacked into your phone. They can see everything you're doing. They can see you. Computer makes sense. They can see you through the, the webcam. The, yeah, through the or webcam. Whatever's happening. Anything that is actually a camera makes sense to me. But everything else, like in thin air, you're just following me. That's weird. Really weird. What I found even more weird and a little bit off topic is when he staged the cameras in her apartment to try to get Sophia, her best friend. Mm-hmm. 
they need to talk a little bit more about that and show more of that in the next episode. I hope so. Because I feel like he's going after her friends now, too, to try to get to her. That was actually, I, I was going to save her for predictions. That? Yeah, I was going to save her for predictions, but I really think that um, he's going after all of her loved ones, and I think that's coming from the fact that he's so obsessed with her and so obsessed with perfection that anyone that will stand in the way of him being the one, the for ideal, her. the person for her, he's going to kill them off. Because he took away, I think he's probably the person that took her sister away, now that I'm thinking about it, as I'm speaking he could be yeah she's the loved one yeah because he you know he kills ben as we'll get into later he kills off ben he has you know uh stalking her best friend so he knows everyone close to her so you're thinking that he took the sister but that was before she even got the virtual app and that's why i don't think he was a virtual date so he might not be a virtual date yeah that's a good point yeah i don't think so he might have been following her before i think so wow we're cracking. We're trying to crack the code right here. <laughs> it's happening all at once. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's get into the killer's missions. He, um, or what do we want to call him? Let's give him like a cool nickname. Yeah, he needs a cool nickname. I don't know. Hacks. I'm going to call him Hacks. Hacks. Okay. So we're going to call him Killer Hacks. And <laughs> Killer Hacks. <laughs> so this like perfection obsessed guy, his. Uh, I wouldn't say his first attempt at um, at killing was Ben set up. I just can't. I honestly just can't remember. So let's talk about the seri- serial Julia? killer. Yeah, the serial killer set up in Sophia's house. Oh yes. Yeah, in Sophia's house, he sets up the cameras, which we don't know how he does. We don't that. know how he does that because there were four different angles mm-hmm. in all the rooms. So are you like creeping into someone's house at night? At that point, it makes me feel like there's a bug. There's someone close to you that's actually this stalker, or there's an alliance of creeps. Yeah, I feel like there's more than one, because how mm-hmm. do you do all that yourself? Yeah. You need some type of a team. Yeah, like exactly. Like Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. So that's why it's not making sense to me. I think all these flirtual guys were just people trying to have a good hookup, and they were in the wrong crossfires. They were messing <laughs> with fire. So I don't think either, you know, uh, the other two that are left from the flirtual um, date, I think that's a lost cause. I don't think any of them are the killer. I think it's someone closer to home you know we uh, maybe let's get into the backstory of her dad we heard in the beginning that her dad um, was kind of like a druggie yeah he's a druggie and maybe because the mother passed his wife passed who knows Mm -hmm. but maybe it's someone close to him i don't think her dad will kill her or is obsessed with her because that's so weird that's so weird. I don't even want to think about that. You don't that. want to think about that? That's just disgusting. Incest is filth. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, I don't know. I just kind of want to dig deep. This this show really makes you think. It definitely does. Yeah. I mean, because we know the power the internet has. Like, it gives us access to everything. You know, I'm not much of a hacker at all. I don't know I don't know how to hack anything. I can yeah. barely turn a computer on. Right. Exactly. And, like, <laughs> uh, like, social media is probably <laughs> the only thing that I, I'm starting to master. Right. But other than that, I'm like... I mean, internet has power, but I don't think that much power. So that's why I want to figure out his whole setup, the serial killer setup where he does a recording of um, him being in Sophie's house. What doesn't make sense to me is how did she not know that he was there? So, Well, she was saying that she she actually, Sophia um, owns her own club. That's her day mm-hmm. job, night job. Yeah. And I remember her saying, hey, I'm not at the apartment. I'm at the club. So maybe he did that while she was at work. So if he's yeah. a stalker, he's probably figuring out what time they're at work, what time they're at school, what time they're hooking up with their boyfriends. True. All that crazy stuff. Very true. And he's probably a good editor, too. Yes. Because if she was at the club, okay, it's two things that could have happened. He was in the house when Sophia was in the house, mm-hmm. and she just never saw him, and, you know, he got the footage and showed her. Or he's an amazing editor, and he split the different scenes, he her being the at the scenes. house, mm-hmm, her being at the house, and then him being at the house. 
and put it together in one recording. That's creepy stuff. I think that's that might have been what he did because to me it didn't seem like she knew that he was in the house. Yeah. So I think like you said, he did one scene of him in the house, filmed her really quick and then cut it together to make it look like he was chasing her. Yeah. To put the fear in Lindy's eyes. Oh my gosh. She's a creep. She's a creep. Psychopath to the T. Yeah. I just want to know his motive. Like, who hurt you to make you a psychopath? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Because it didn't start with eye candy or Lindy. It started with somebody breaking your poor heart, and now you're searching for the ideal, the one, perfection. Who was the one that started all this crap? That's what I want to know. Who was the girl that messed you up? Yeah. That's messing up everybody else's lives. Oh, my gosh. Because I thought it was the weirdest thing in that scene with Julia Mm -hmm. when he found her teeth being crooked. Yeah. A huge thing. I'm like, whoa. Humans are are Not very perfect. imperfect. Come on now. Like, we all have flaws. We got a little acne. We got a little, you know, teeth aren't straight. We got some scars, some right. bumps, some bruises. Exactly. So, I just want to know where he started becoming that psychopath. Because it all starts somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure they'll get into that later in the season. We're kind of, like, jumping ahead on the first episode. I'm we sorry, are. guys. I just really love this show so far. We're like, digging in deep. Yeah. I really love it. I hope you guys tune in. Like, we are hoping to have one of the actors on. Just quick plug for that. But, yes, please tune in for more. Okay. So, we were talking about the setup. So, maybe it was edited together. And um, then while Sophie's at the club, he edited his scene. Mm-hmm. What did you think about the way he killed Ben? Oh, my God. I think, for one, I don't really agree with episode one, one of the main characters even being killed. What do you think about that? I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't either. I was thinking that when the recording went off um, after she said that she loved him, that he was still somewhere kidnapped. Yeah. And that we were going to find him in episode three. Yeah. And it's not like, I mean, they're not going to do, like, the afterlife. They're not going to show us that. So he's just gone. He's just gone, yeah. I don't understand why a main love interest, somebody like Ben... First episode is just dead. Mm-hmm. To me, I don't agree with that. But back to the first question you asked me, what do I think about him dying that way? Yeah. I think it was really intense and gory. Ugh. All uh, of the deaths have been gory. Really gory. Julia's was so horrible to me. Like, that is the, the bridge, right? They that's where her body, body yeah. That is a horrible way to go. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact like, that he's slitting throats. <sighs> stabbed her to death. And it, and my thing is, you're you're slitting throats and you're doing all this gory stuff, as you said. But the problem was her teeth. You could have pulled her teeth. We could have done a scandal scene where we're like, "Huck, pulling teeth out." That would have been better. And than gave just, her a new grill. Yeah, oh just give God. her a new grill. Focus focus on whatever the perfection, you know, the areas of perfection needs to be worked on. But killing her, like, she, there were good parts of her. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I just, I still can't get over that. So my fear is that if this guy is someone who obviously is not a, a flirtual date and he's someone that's been following her for years, my fear is that her sister is not still there. And I, I think we might might go ahead and jump into predictions because I'm saying a lot of predictions. Predictions? Um, no, yeah. let's not jump too soon. And now, well, maybe we will. <laughs> predictions. Whoop. We definitely need to get some castmates on her, though, for sure. Oh, yeah, so we can see some of the behind the scenes. Actually, do you want to talk about this quote really quick before we get into predictions? Go ahead. All right, so one of the quotes before we get into predictions is because I thought it was so interesting. During one of the scenes, I believe it was Ben, said, technology isn't bringing people together, it's making us disposable. What do you think about that? I think it's so accurate. So accurate. So accurate. I mean, I know in one of the scenes, the the really... um, I don't know if what he did as a career. He was very put together, though. One of her dates, 
was he? I don't know. But he might have been an accountant or something like that. He really brought to my attention the same thing that we deal with, deal with every day. People have a problem communicating in person, making eye contact. Mm-hmm. Everyone's so stuck on their phones and their All social the media and their social media personalities. We're not in tune with actual people standing right in front of you exactly. every day. And that's what I think they mean by disposable. You know, we're just not in tune with you know, real life. Yeah, with real life. Everything is this cyber world. There's no reality. There's no reality. And I also believe that he's talking about, for example, with Tinder or Instagram. You could be dating a girl in real life the second you find something imperfect about her, like this guy, the stalker guy in eye candy. It's just on to the next one. There's a hot chick in Tinder. All right. It's not working out on this date. Flip to the next. All right. You suck in bed? All right, cool. There's another girl on Instagram. Oh. So I think that's what he means by disposable, too, is that we can just whip through people. Because there's so many options out there. That's true. There are so many options through Facebook, social media, any type of online dating app. So do you think that it's harder now to find actual commitment? Commitment, the one, the ideal? Yes. I mean, to, to be honest, did our parents, you know, the ones that are married or have been married, did they actually find the one? Like, that phrase has always kind of been, um... I don't know. I, I I don't want to say that I don't, don't believe in the one because I absolutely do. I do. Where I is do. He? Yeah, I absolutely believe in the one. But I feel like it's been like it's like it's a type of fantasy uh, mm-hmm. way of thinking about things. Like there's one person in this world that matches you perfectly. I don't think perfection is here. Like no one is perfect. So your ideal is someone that you feel is compatible with you. I don't think that he's supposed to be, you know, fl- not flawed. And I think that's the with the new uh, internet age, I think a lot of people are thinking that we perfection, perfection is, is there. it. And it's not. So I don't know. I think that's why a lot of people are not happy as they yep. used to, not as happy as they used to be. They're stuck in like like we said, no one communicates with one another. They we don't know how to interact. Like we don't live in the moment anymore. Not at all. And shows like Eye Candy are bringing that to life. Like, I like that. This is gonna be a good show. I'm actually yeah. gonna be watching it. Thank God. Well, yeah, we're it's gonna be watching show. it. Yeah, we need you to watch it though. We need you guys <laughs> to watch Eye Candy because it's real life. It's real life. MTV, kudos to you. Kudos to you. Putting this into perspective in a psychotic way is even cooler. Like, I know I was doing a lot of, ooh, ah, ooh. You were. Yeah, I was like, like, I was freaked out because I don't like scary, like, Mm -hmm. movies. I don't like anything gory. But I think that they're really teaching us some lessons that this, like, the way that the internet is, is toxic. And I think that's what eye candy is bringing to life, that there is no perfection, that if you strive to, you know, strive for perfection, that's fine, but trying to be perfect is toxic. And that's Mm -hmm. what our world does. And that's what the cyber world has been you know doing to our generation or our world now i agree with you and just like that statement that was powerful i think that's what they're trying to do they're trying to teach us that social media can only take you so far and yes it's fun but also live your real life and in reality and not some fake world yeah don't be living behind filters and screens in a computer and going back to like bullying people that bully each other on on their photos like don't do any of that don't do it yeah it's 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 toxic it's terrible i mean okay so let's get into predictions okay i want i feel like this whole season we're going to be trying to get into the mind of this serial killer Mm -hmm. so my idea is that he's heartbroken he found someone he thought was perfect they weren't perfect and now he's seeking perfection the ideal the one so I mean, my prediction from the previews is that we're going to see some more gory events. Definitely. We're, um, 
I think we're going to get to close to death scenes with Lindy because the fact that they are not scared to kill off Ben, who was a main character. I don't think that they're going to be scared to almost kill Lindy for some reason. Do you get that or no? I get that, too. I feel like they might actually take her hostage at some point Mm -hmm. and try to get information out of her, try to scare her. And that's good both for the viewer and for us to be thinking about it. Yeah. Getting into the mind of the serial killer. So I'm looking forward to it. You know, my fear is that when they do things like this, it exposes things, but it also gives people really bad ideas. Please, from I Can't Do Do Not Get an Idea to Start Being a Serial Killer because ah, don't become don't, a serial killer. Just don't do it. Psychopaths aren't hot. You'll never find the one. Just stop it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I mean, that's obvious, but, um, what was I going to say? I'm, like, so thrown off with the serial killer so stuff. Funny. <laughs> oh, um, my gosh. Oh, predictions. So Yeah. So, I mean, the- yeah, my prediction is basically that the um, the serial killer is going to scare her to the point of death. Um, I don't know who could who could be next other than her best friend. Because, Sophia? Yeah, Sophia. I think Sophia may be next in line, like, as far as his plot or maybe another Tinder date. Who knows? What do you think? I don't. I think he is going to go after more Tinder dates, especially if she starts dating again. He's going to definitely go after the dates, for sure. But now I'm wondering, it's a new TV series. They already killed off a main character. Are they going to be bringing in new characters right away? Because who's going to fill that hole now? Because right now, the only main characters are, they had Lindy, they had the guy that works in the office. What are their names? I have them written down. Her, um... Connor, which is her friend, and then George. Okay, so and then they then they have the detective. Wasn't it the detective um, from the club mm-hmm. that came um, to get her off the roof? Because remember, Ben called for backup. I think his friend was that Connor or no? I don't know if it was Connor. No, Connor was the one that was in the bar. Or it's the first episode. First Bear episode. We're trying to figure out the characters yeah, too. Sorry about with that, you guys. Okay, so um, was the detective Connor the person that was working um, working in NYPD with them? I didn't think that was them. I think Connor. Connor was the best friend of yeah. Sophie that didn't get along with her. Yeah, you're right. Connor is actually just a gossip site blogger, so he has nothing to do with NYPD. Okay, so the detective is what I heard them say. I didn't remember his actual name. The detective, I believe, is going to have to kind of fill the shoes of Ben because he still has an inside scoop on like how the N- NYPD works. He knows the case. So I think that I don't think a love interest will come out of it. I think it'll be like a mutual. We want to figure out who this person is to mm-hmm. stop them, um, and you know, for the safety of everyone, because there's thousands of people that are on this virtual app. So I think we'll see more of a relationship between the detective and Lindy. Hopefully, yeah. I hope so. Hopefully, okay, there's this guy. As bad as it sounds, I mean, hopefully, there's some more killing in there because it draws in the attention and the goriness. Oh, I like the. Crazy I, I don't want any more killing for another three episodes, <laughs> please. I just, I mean, it may be innocent bystander like hit by a car. That's all I can take because this first episode was just too much. Like everyone's so close to home. My my other prediction is that I believe that the killer has done um, has killed off Ben to kind of make Lindy feel like how he's feeling. I kind of got that. Like, maybe there's something that happens to the killer, and he's trying to make her feel what what, what he, he felt. felt. So I think that may be one reason why they killed him off, just so we can see a more dynamic character from Lindy. The serial killer almost kind of reminds me of, who's that serial killer? Was it Ted Bundy back in the day? I've Ted, he- heard of it, but I don't know. Like I said, I don't watch scary movies. I'm sorry. Uh, well, Ted Bundy, I believe that's his name, because I actually went to school for criminal justice, but it was like years ago. College. Look at you. I know, my degree's in criminology. Um, but yeah, Ted Bundy, he had girlfriends and one of them actually broke his heart and he started killing off girls that reminded him of his ex 
Mm. Literally, that's what he did. His thing was, I'm going to kill girls that remind me of my ex because she broke my heart. He ended up getting uh, the death penalty by, was that, the electric chair? Oh, no. Yeah. Stephen, have you heard of this? Have you heard of Ted Bundy? Ted Bundy? Oh, okay. All right. He's yeah, like, yeah, a, you heard this is a true okay. story. Yeah, oh, he was God. like pretty psychotic. It's, it's Nando, not Steve. But, uh, I'm yeah. sorry. No, I, I have heard of him. I'm not as familiar with the story as you guys, as you seem to, Brittany. So. Oh, goodness. I'm the crazy one. Yeah. Yeah, I'll stay away from it. This will be the craziest <laughs> it gets for me. Uh, anyways. But yeah, it, it kind of, the point that I'm getting at is this story or the serial killer in this um, TV series kind of reminds me of Ted Bundy a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I could see it. I could see it. I don't know if they all look alike, but like we said, he's looking for perfection. I don't know what that looks like. If you want to know what he or who looks he's like. emulating this, you know, off of. Who's perfect to you? Like, I don't know. You'll never find the perfect person. You're just killing people. Anyways, any more predictions for next week based off the previews? Um, I don't know. I think we pretty much covered it all. Yeah. I'm just looking forward to it. It seems like it's going to be a great TV series. Oh my God, I'm excited. Ah! I candy. I candy. Tune in, guys. Okay. So, please... Tweet us. Where can they find you, Brittany? You can find me at Brittany underscore Baldy on Twitter. And I also have a Facebook and Instagram, Brittany Baldy. Don't stalk me like the TV show. Don't come after me. Don't kill me. You can also find me on MTV's The Challenge, Tuesday nights at 11 p.m. Tune in. She's wild. And you guys can (laughs) find me at Tezno's on Twitter and Instagram. For eye candy, what we're going to do is we're going to start a hashtag, hashtag MTV eye candy. Mm -hmm. Tweet us all your questions. Let us know what you thought was the goriest scenes. Guys, this is your producer. Actually, there is a a hashtag already for you guys. It's ABTV eye candy. Well, you heard it. And those of you who are watching on video can see it on the lower third. Oh, yeah. So nice. don't listen to anything I just said. Listen to what he said. Tweet us under that hashtag. We'll get it together next week. It's our first one. Um, but yes, let us know what you thought of the first episode and comment below. We'll see you guys next week. Woo! Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 